Okay, let us. Uh, all right, here we are. It is Thursday, February 24th, 2022, at 5 p.m., and I want to call this meeting of the Beautification and Environmental Advisory Committee meeting to order. First item, if Irene uh, would call the roll and determination of a quorum. Oh, I'm sorry. Let us stand up and say a pledge of allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, very good. So now we uh, go on. That's right. Uh, Sorry about that. No problem. If you would call the roll and determine if we have a quorum, please. Great. Glenn Partlow. Present. Mr. Ed Beyer and Mr. Robin Knapp are excused. Robin Mackler. Here. Jeffrey Sott. Here. We have a quorum, Mr. Chairman. Okay, let us continue. All right, let's uh, go on to the next item, which is a regular monthly item. Approval of meeting minutes. So these were the minutes of last month's meeting, and uh, I looking them over. They they seem in order. Uh, does anyone have any questions or comments regarding the minutes from our last month's meeting? Then would I hear a motion to approve the minutes of the last month's meeting? I approve a motion. Make a motion yep. to approve. Second. Seconded by Glenn. Uh, Irene, would you? Sure. Mr. Partlow. Yay. Ms. Mackler. Yes. Mr. Seib. Yes. The motion carries three to zero. Okay. Very good. Let's go on to staff business meeting items. Yes. Okay. So first we've got a couple. Um, first one is the plaque for the Eagle Sculpture um, that is currently in the planning and, and building foyer area, I guess you'd call it. Um, so I did bring the um, sign that you had given us, Mr. Seib, to Parks yeah. Team, yeah. and they said we needed to, to tweak it a little, so I did a markup right here. Yes. So just to have the beautiful view underneath it for the explanation and the... Oh, did you fix I, it? I have it right here. Okay. I have what I thought we could do with corrections made of, of, of a final copy, if you think this is what okay, we so can do. So I talked to the parks team and the, the bit at the bottom presented to the city by the Beautification Environmental Advisory Committee, that doesn't belong on here as the committee didn't purchase the sculpture. Um, if, you, if you look, I've attached an example of the burro with bird that is out front. Um, the people listed as sponsors are people who helped fund the sculpture. No committee or parks team or any city-affiliated committee was listed on the sculpture um, plaque. So that's how parks team determined it would move forward with all of the, to be, to be, what sort I'm looking for? Yeah, I, I thought, though, that this was perfect for what we were talking about because, no, we didn't purchase it. Right. It was given to us. 
and then we gave it to the city. That was the whole purpose of it. Was it given to the committee or was it given to the city? It was given to the city. It was donated well, by the artist, right? No, it was given to it was given to me, and I thought it would be good to give to the city. Okay, so if it was given to you, then it needs to say yes. Jeffrey Sire. Oh no, no, I don't want that. Let's go with, let's go without the the part then. Okay. I, I'd rather that not okay. be in there. Okay. So is this just a piece of paper in the middle here? Yeah, it's okay. the backing. It's like a piece of little square cardboard. Okay. And then, so if, do you mind if I keep this and I'll, I'll fix it? You can keep it and okay. fix it. Yeah. Okay. Great. I mean, then, everything else though looks okay. Did yes. you see it? Yes. As I just, did you see oh, it just then? No, I was just looking Let's, at what she had on Well, there. no, uh, okay. I, I, why don't you look at the one that I, I have? You did a mock-up, yeah. This Very is nice. the, what I thought would be the final edition, but we, what, what, uh, what uh, Jordan is talking about is yes. removing that, those yeah, last I lines. And I thought that the frame goes in, it does. It, it, it's a perfect match it's with what the decor is uh, in the, in the city, so okay. Well then, let's yeah, let's just go with that as you have called it. I think okay. that would be good, and I'd like to get that placed up there, and then we could find out when we're going to put it up because I'd like to let Ron know, right? So he could come down and take a look at it, right? Um, so if we did, uh, if we could, I did ask in the um, agenda item for approve the amended um, language, plaque language. So if we could vote on that, please. Okay, so what we're saying is we'd like to, to make a motion to approve the amended uh, representation on the uh, yes. uh, of, of the uh, name of the, uh, the sculpture please. for City Hall. Okay, uh, can I have a motion on that? Motion to accept. Your okay, we have a motion made by... Second. Ron and seconded by Robin. Uh, <laughs> Irene? <laughs> Mr. Partlow. Yay. Ms. Mackler. Yes. Mr. Seib. Yes. Okay. The motion carries three to zero. Right. And okay, case, great. just as a, a, a side note, because this is part of the an, an art thing, if um, you all didn't know, Mr. Gargiulo unfortunately passed away yes. recently. Um, Mr. Messersmith called me and let me know. Yes. Um, so I wanted to pass it on to the to the committee. Yes, we, we heard that. That's what I, I had uh, uh, yes. thought I had placed. Uh, maybe I didn't. But like we were going to talk about that. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask about that because that's, you know, a big item for our sculpture garden. Right. And What's going to happen to the Gargiulo Art Foundation? It's probably I'm, too much to know right, right now. I'm not sure about that, but Mr. Messersmith did say, it, as far as the skater goes, he does want to dedicate it to Mr. Gargiulo, so when it does go up, it will have a dedication to Mr. Gargiulo. And is there... He's still working on it. Okay. He's still working on it. His workshop has been fixed, the roof has been fixed, so he's he's moving full steam ahead on the skater sculpture. Oh, is, he, is his uh, a studio located in the Gargiulo Art Foundation? No, oh, it's, it's different. It's somewhere outside the city. I'm not okay. sure where it is. Okay, that's uh, a wonderful. We would definitely approve of that, but uh, that would come in the the future. Okay, so next item is the Green Building Incentive Program update. Yes. Um, so if pretty much everything I have is, is in the background here, um, we're still working on getting with staff, as, as mentioned from the, the planning board meeting. Um, we do need to talk to finance and um, other departments to, to start working this out um, and, and budget, things like that. Um, a couple suggestions is 
just to have ideas um, in case finance isn't okay with the tax thing. Um, if we come up with other ideas, one suggestion was density increases um, for getting LEED certifications. That would mostly entice multifamily projects. You know, if they get platinum, they get a certain percentage of density increase or something like that. It's just to have some alternatives in case the tax um, suggestion is not moved forward with when we meet with the other um, city staff that we need to. So it was just a heads up if we <coughs> can brainstorm it anything like that is just in case as a backup okay um and that in that item i i have a and i don't know if dylan uh has uh, an item on that i uh, this uh there's a new program mm -hmm. that fpl is starting it's called fpl evolution yes and it's it's just what we're talking about. Right, and that's what this we tried to it. use before. That's what we tried to use before when we were partnering with FPL as part of the yes. FPL evolution for the charging yes. stations at the community center. But uh, but it, this is for this is for businesses, uh, not just not just a a, a a agreement with with the city. This is for anybody. Any so, apartment complexes can right. do this. It's a wonderful program. Yes, and we have been mentioning to any kind of project that has come in for a meeting lately with planning mentioning charging stations yeah we've been mentioning that at every we call them trx meetings we've been mentioning it at every single one recently and they all seem to already have it in their mind that they're going to be doing charging stations which is fabulous um but that's definitely something dylan if you can give me the information we can get it put up on the green building incentive program page yes oh boy so, absolutely okay. jordan can you acknowledge who dylan is oh, just for sorry. the record Mr. Dylan Long, uh, FPC student who's been helping out with the Green Building Incentive Program. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Gordon, do you, I mean, uh, uh, does Dylan, you have any comments for us here uh, at this time? You want to come up and approach, is that okay? Uh, yeah. Dylan can approach approach the podium. That is up to you, Mr. Chair. Should I list <laughs> my name again? Or? Yes. Okay. I'm Dylan Long from FPC. Um, you talk into the mic, Dylan. So you yes. can use the wireless one, one if you prefer. Okay. Just turn it on on the bottom. Okay, I'll just go with this one. Thank you. Okay. Is that good? Um, yeah, so FPL Evolution has existed for a bit. It does sound like they are changing things because I know um, when we had recently talked, um, there had been discussion of trying to talk to FPL again to get the community center to go forward with it. Right. But um, they had said that they were ending the program in 2020, I think 2020 and that they'd have something new out soon. Um, they updated their website recently, so you might have seen that, um, to just say, coming summer 2022, we're gonna do some new stuff. Okay. And we don't really know what that means, um, so I don't know if that's something that we can reach out to them to and get some early information, because they have like a keep me informed, sign up with your email address button, yep. but I don't know if they'd be interested in providing information quicker to a city or something. Right, um, right. I'll, then, I'll reach out to, yeah. <clears throat> out to them, or at least I'll, I'll click the keep me informed and we can always put a link up I've on tried the clicking page. that and it doesn't Nothing. seem to do okay. anything that's a lot of their website um, so yeah they've they've talked about um, I know there were some news articles too and stuff they seem to be promoting level 2 charging and okay. home charging for FPL customers we just don't know what that actually means um, because they just said they will um, something about no upfront costs for equipment or installation for FPL customers I don't know um, and then they also say that they want um, fa FPL fast chargers every 25 miles along highways in Florida. And they've been pretty good about that, but noticeably one 
exception is Palm Coast. The closest one is Daytona, which is 30 miles away, and then St. Augustine, which is another 30 miles away. Um, mm. So that could, if we want a fast charger, it should be, if we talk to FPL about other things, we should be like, hey, come on, this is a good place. Now, these two, two chargers in St. Augustine and Daytona, yes. they're at like the, the uh, Wawa or something down the, there, or the Bucky's, Bucky's. I've visited the one in St. Augustine. I've charged there. It's at a gas station. Um, it's just off the side of the highway at a gate gas station. Okay. Um, and then the one in Daytona just opened. It might not even be open yet, but they just built it a few months ago. Um, mm. And it's in one Daytona, which is that big like shopping okay. complex uh, hotel area. So I'm just thinking it's, it, these are places right off the, right right off off the highway. highway. Yes. So oh. it, it, we would That's need to look charging. in that regard here. Yes. For some place right off the highway that would be willing to do that. Yes, that, that's for fast charging. And obviously they've done it at um, gas stations. I think at some point a while ago there was mention of um, discussions of fast chargers before within the city and that like the gas station on the side of the highway or that Winn-Dixie Plaza was discussed. I don't know if that was with you or someone else in the city I talked to. Maybe it was someone else in the city. Um, so I think there's been considerations before. There's probably some locations, but I don't have anything to like promote in that way, just that like if we talk to FPL, this seems like a they'll want to do something in Pump Coast eventually, so we should motivate them. Um, other than that, not too much new. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you, Dylan. And okay. like I said, I can reach out and I think the community center would be great to bring back up again because it is right along Palm Coast Parkway, not too far from from the from ninety five. Um, so I'll, I'll see if I can reach out to to FPL and see if we can bring that back. Okay. Um, sometime soon that would that would be beneficial and then the other portion is in regards to the EV charging um, like we had mentioned always to get the um, EV charging stations to get relief on garages that it does require a code change so that's, it's going to take a little bit um, but we are working on that um, as far as as that goes um, any questions about the update it was good it was good that we made that proposal about charging stations but yes. I my impression is the economics of that will happen whether we do anything or not it is BL is going to make these available and anybody else who wants to make some money right they see the future and they're going to put all these things in the hospital supposedly has five stations that they're going to be working with but I don't see an issue here at all. About I meant to mention that that is also part of the FPL program, but that's a, um, a business one. It's not a public facing one. Um, so they installed it and I went there within like a week of them installing it and it let me charge. But then after a few days they restricted access. So it's only for employees at the hospital that can charge there. Um, at so this, this hospital? Yes. Which Already? A bit annoying, um, but it, that, that highlights what you were talking about with businesses and stuff. So obviously with FPL Evolution, they have something with that, and I'm not sure why that hadn't come up when they were talking to the government about Palm Coast charging, because when we tried to talk to them, they said, oh, the program's closed. Mm -hmm. But like, obviously they had something going on. I don't think right. they did that in the past few months. But mm. um, regardless, yeah, that seems to only be for employees, and there are um, four chargers for a total of eight plugs, which is a lot for employees, but that's cool. Um, yeah. Okay. I have a question. Robin? What, if somebody's charging their car? Yes. For however long it takes, what about if they don't come back for a few hours? Like, mm -hmm. how is that regulated? 
mm -hmm. for the public to yeah to go forward uh, for public charging generally that's not that much of an issue because usually it's paid um, especially if you're fast charging um, it costs money and um, if you're on a road trip you're kind of self-regulated because you don't want to stay there for forever but um, fast charging stations have implemented what's called idle fees um, which is just a, a charge that will start being billed to your card per minute after if they determine that it's an issue. Um, the way Tesla does it, I don't know much details about other networks. Um, Tesla, they determine if the location specifically is a busy location that has that issue. And if it is, then they'll post on the app what the idle fee is. Usually it's a dollar a minute. So once your car has finished charging, it'll send you a notification and says, hey, if you don't get back to your car within five minutes, it's gonna start costing a dollar a minute. Um, and so that encourages people not to, not to do that. Now for uh, level two charging, um, that would be more of an issue, but it usually isn't an issue because you charge for so long that like I had said, it's more of opportunity charging. So usually you don't have someone coming that needs to charge. It's just like, a, oh, it would be cool if I can charge here. Um, and then for work, again, that's a similar thing. It's usually just the employees. It's usually first come, first serve for level two charging because you don't need it. We do have a problem with the one up front um, we do have people that. who park there and then leave with someone else and they'll just leave their car there all day. Yes. That is something we've been Dylan's discussing. Dylan's familiar with that. Yes. Right. <laughs> so that is something we've been discussing whether or not we, if we want to start charging for the station, if we do and um, start with those, those idle fees that, that yeah. Dylan was talking about because it is a problem since we only have two plugs here. Mm -hmm. If two people are parked there all day and just leave their cars, nobody else has a chance to charge. Yeah. So that is something we're considering for ours out front. Like but a, but that's that there are the slow chargers out yes. there, right? So it yes. takes how long to fill up yeah, a a while. Um, it depends on what percent they come in with, but it can take up to like thirty hours at most. Um, actually, it might be more like twenty-four. It usually usually at most it would be eight to twelve hours because they won't pull in with zero and they won't leave with a hundred. Um, but yeah, like I had mentioned to Jordan before, I think a, a good suggestion, if you want to keep having free public charging on slow chargers like that, but want to disincentivize that, um, make like the first three or four hours free. And then after that, you can start charging, which ChargePoint lets you do natively. So that would yes. just be like a, a switch to flip um, on the city's end. Right, and in the ChargePoint dashboard, I can see the percentage of idle versus charging time. Mm -hmm. And the idle time is much greater than the charging time. Yes. Ah. Now, so, if you disincentivize okay. that, you'll probably see them coming back right away to right. get them. Right. So now, Jordan, you, you just said, though, um, a little while ago that a lot of the projects that are in the uh, <laughs> initial stages right now with the city, large uh, commercial and maybe uh, uh, multifamily, they have, uh, uh, they have put in in their plans uh, charging stations? They have at least told us they're looking into charging stations. Looking into um, There is one we spoke to recently that was a townhouse. Um, again, no application has been, it's been submitted. It's just talking um, that they were putting charging in the garages for people. Ah. Oh. So one's at their house. Right. Um, but again, theoretical hasn't submitted an application yet. So it's just, they're thinking about it at this time. Okay, well then I, I think our uh, uh, incentives contained in this should be something we should continue to go forward with because if we can give a little push, they're going to go for it, I think, because the, it, is, it is growing and, and leaps and bounds, yes. and we need to keep it, keep it going that way.
So I would say let's let's keep going for that. Okay. I agree. One other thing is that um, I'm sure you guys have heard of uh, President Biden's um, infrastructure plan and that kind of stuff. I believe um, at least aspects of it has been have been finalized. I think the goal is a fast four fast chargers every 50 miles of major U.S. highways, um, which is good. Um, yeah. It's a lot better than just EV incentives. But anyway, why that pertains to us is because um, uh, f states have been told that they must submit um, their state plans by this fall um, to the government for where they want chargers and that kind of stuff. I don't know the details about that. I don't know if we can influence that at all, but it's just something to be aware of that I'm sure FPL and all the energy providers are currently working on where they want the government to put chargers in. So could be something that applies to us maybe. Um, you would keep uh, keep up with that and continue to give us updates, Dylan. We would greatly appreciate it. Sounds good. Thank you. Any other questions about this item, or can we move on? I think that's all. Okay. okay. All right. Next one is the comprehensive plan updates, and Mr. Sybe, you had requested this. Yes. Um, but at this time, and I, there, this agenda item is very long. I included Jose's agenda item. Um, Jose Papa, our, our long-range planner, I included his his agenda item from Irene. Was it City Council? Yes. 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 City Council. So um, basically, in in my background is, is the overall overall. So pretty much the only amendments he's making to the comprehensive plan at this time are cleanups and housekeeping items. Um, just references to other documents or Florida statutes or things like that are the only things being updated right now. Nothing else is being updated at this time other than just the housekeeping items. Okay. No. So I think that was your concern that yes. updates were being made and you guys weren't being included and that's, that's yes, not the case. Yes, we would definitely like to be included in right. any discussion of any Absolutely, yep. Yeah. So in this case, report. it's just clean up housekeeping items. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Everybody good with that? And then, oh, so this is all the attachments. If you feel like reading it, go ahead. It's, it's in there. It's, like I said, it's, that's his agenda item that went to city council. Okay. And then this is our last one, the community center parking. So at this time, I don't know of any plans for additional parking at the community center. I haven't seen any plans. So I don't have anything to give you guys because I haven't seen anything. Okay. Bill, uh, have you... We have Bill Butler here, the retired landscape architect. And uh, Bill, would you want to discuss that a little bit about the uh, parking at the community center? Thank you. Uh, I, I don't know anything but a, what an average citizen would read by reading the paper. You know, and what I read in the paper, you know, sometimes you can take it with a grain of salt. But it did say that from a city representative stated that they were looking at options to providing more parking to the community center. And they listed two options, and neither one of them, I, I thought, in my opinion, was, was uh, a good idea. One of them was to uh, get rid of the playground and cut the trees down. The other one was to remove the basketball court and put parking there. And those were the only two options they listed. And uh, in my experience with this, you know, I was heavily involved with the design of the community center along with uh, Carol Bennett and uh, we, we did extreme measures to protect those trees because they are beautiful live oak trees and uh, it, it really makes that whole site. And any work at all underneath those trees is going to be impactful to them. There's a one big tree in the parking lot area that we 
we fought to have enough green space for that tree to survive. And I know people are looking at that and salivating like, oh, we could put parking right in there. Well, you're gonna lose that tree if you do. Um, but the thing is, um, when the community center was built, we knew there was gonna be a parking shortage. You know, we, we just were trying to get as many parking spaces as we could. And uh, we looked at a couple different options. One of them was the uh, vacant commercial property to the south. It's, it's on the other side of the ditch, but it's, a, it's a, almost like a triangular parcel. And uh, being on the uh, committee that reviews commercial projects, um, I, I'd personally seen at least two developments that tried to develop in there, and it just didn't work. It never came to fruition. And I, I just think because it's a constrained site, it's, it's just very narrow, not very deep. Bill, wait a second. Yes. Okay, let, I'm trying to get my mind oriented as to where we're talking about. Are you speaking of if you're at the entry, the door of the community center, is it to the right? Is that where you're talking about? If you're standing well, looking out at the... Uh, to the left. To the left. Well, the roadway is there. Well, the if Palm you're, Coast you're coming down Palm Coast Parkway going eastbound, you know, you pass the racetrack and and uh, the church there, yeah. and then you make that left turn on the Clubhouse Drive, it's that property on the corner of Clubhouse Drive and Palm Coast Parkway. Oh. It, it extends back to the ditch, and, it, and I don't know how many feet it extends uh, uh, west of Clubhouse Drive. But, uh, it's it right a, next to this office park, is what you're saying, is that right? The no, office park? The, the office park is on the Palm Coast Parkway westbound. This is, this is eastbound. Um, Wait a minute, the fire station is eastbound. Have you got a pointer, Jordan? I'm, I'm just working on it. You familiar with that? This piece. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's what I that's and what I was saying. So if you're in the if you're looking out the front door, it's right. to the right. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. But but uh, you know I you know, when we did the community, we thought, well if we do need parking, we have an option there. You know, that property could be purchased, we could build a bridge across the ditch or pipe it or whatever. To get access and it's not that far away so to me that that is is the number one option but to and then the number two option is if you look at the Palm Coast Fire Station 22 yep. you look to the right you see all that green space there yep. a lot of that that's city property too yep. and we were looking at putting a, a zip line connect concession in there at one time and uh, we were going to do the zip line in that big parcel there uh, south of St. Joe walkway and and uh, north of Palm Coast Parkway in there and uh, the trailhead would be in that area there where we could, per uh, I did a sketch and uh, it's in my files where I laid out parking for, I don't know, maybe 22 cars, 17 cars in there, where you could come in that entrance to the fire station, extend it to the east and, and put some parking there. Now, it is a little more removed from the community center, but if that, those parking spaces could be reserved for city staff, um, they could be instructed to park there, which would free up a lot of parking in the regular lot. So those are the two options. Of those two, I, I think the one purchasing that parcel to the south would be the best one. Um, and I, I just, um, like I said, yeah, speaking, not having all the information, Jordan doesn't seem to know. And I talked to Carol Minnie yesterday because of the tree issue. I asked her, I said, have you, are you aware they're talking about maybe taking trees down at the community center? She had no idea of it. No one's approached her about it. So I don't know where this idea came from, if, if the observer ad was, or article was erroneous, um, but I, I, it's something I think 
this committee needs to look into if, if that's what they're thinking of, because it is an environmental issue with the city. And, uh, and to me, it's a waste of money because of the money we spent to put in that playground, that basketball court, and it's not that old. And, and to tear it all down for parking is... Uh, yeah, I find, I find that very unlikely that we would do that because the basketball court and the playground are so highly utilized. Yep. yep. So I don't know what was with very that popular. park post the well, the article, article Jordan said the, the basketball court wasn't utilized. Enough. Really? It was yeah. not utilized hardly at all. And yeah. I used to play basketball, okay, <laughs> until my hip went out. But um, I know that court was used. You yep. know, it, it's like, you know, we, oh, yeah. we look for courts to play on outdoors and, and, you know, when the ones at Holland Park are all full, then that's where they went. That was an overflow yep. there. And, and it's shaded. It's a beautiful facility, and kids learn to play basketball. I've, I've seen families, you know, they're playing on the playground, then they take their families over, and they, they shoot little baskets and stuff, and, and um, that, that's the reason why I'm here tonight. I, I, you know, haven't really been involved too much in city issues. I try to, try to not get too involved. I, I don't want to be branded as a disgruntled employee, because I'm not. I, I just want what's best for the city. And, and to, to make sense, and for the city staff to utilize the staff they have that has the expertise, like Jordan and Carol, and you know, those people need to be talked to instead of just running it through the engineering department and, and having consultants look at these things, you know, I mean. Yes, that, I that, agree. That's all I wanted to say, unless you have any questions. Well, we might now, I, you know, I looked at this on the aerial photograph, uh, and all that property that's on the other side, the, the fire station, and all the way over to the driveway to Florida Healthcare. I belong to Florida Healthcare, and I drive down that driveway often. All of that property and that parking lot that's in the back there of the fire station looks like that could be just expanded outward to put in maybe almost as many spaces or that are in the community center parking lot itself. So is this so the parking if, lot you're talking about, the one I'm pointing to on the screen? No, that's, uh, I'm talking about right here, right there, right There's there, only that, where that parking lot is. That could only be a just few moved spots out. There. There's only a few spots there, and they're for the firefighters. Right, but, but that, that vacant land that's right next to it could, is owned by the city also. Right, and that's what Mr. Butler was mentioning. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about the playground or the basketball court going away. Parks team, first of all, hasn't been notified about this at all so mm, okay. the article I, I question the article a little bit just because one parks team hasn't heard about it I haven't heard about it Carol hasn't heard about it so, so that's Bill, a little iffy did the article say just within the uh, city planning or within the city of Palm Coast ideas are being presented but not really identifying where the ideas were coming from or no, what I I don't think they said who they came from. Yes, they just okay. said the just city uh, okay. was yeah. talking about this. Mm. Yeah. I was okay. so surprised because you have day camp there in the summers mm -hmm. for the kids. Yeah, there's no way we could take out the playground no way. or the I, basketball I court. I not believe when I saw that article. It wouldn't happen. But, you know, we when this was being proposed to do, we Bill, you were here and you had brought this, and we went over this with the plantings and the... Uh, were the landscaping that you were working on there and it was just wonderful. So uh, I, I just think this is something that we should, we were involved with at the time and I would like to keep us going, make sure we do 
uh, become in, keep involved with that and see what uh, any alternatives would be. Yeah, maybe Jordan can look into it. It's good, to, best to nip these in the bud early yes. before it gets too long down. The, you know, oh, we've already hired a consultant and they're already looking at this. Yep. And, and some money's being this, spent. So, so, you know, I know how these things go sometimes. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Bill, I have a question. Do you know how many parking spaces in that it would you could make out of that triangle parcel there? About no, I never did a study okay. on how many, but uh, right. I'm I, sure there could be it probably like as lot. many as we have we now. We could build another community center. It looks like I that. believe the problem with that parcel is they were asking a large sum of money for it. I can imagine a probably. very large sum of money for it, and that was nixed fairly quickly. That's commercial zoning. Yes. Okay. Is it zoned like Office Park? Um, I don't know. Offhand. That nature? Give me a moment. Probably so, since they're asking a bundle for it. Yeah, so that would be tough. But, hmm. Yeah, I should have brought idea. that article with me. I didn't even think about it. But you can look, go back and look at the Observer editions. It was probably two weeks ago I saw it. Maybe three. Maybe I think it's three. Three, yeah. You saw that too? Yes. You did. Okay, good. Ah, I get the observer. I must have been because I was surprised when they were talking about getting rid of the playground and the basketball court. Made no sense. You're saying three weeks ago. I have that the observer from three weeks ago. So it is commercial two zoning district, and it is looks like there's actually two parcels there. One is point eight seven five acres and. One is 0.635 acres, um, but they are both commercial two zoning. So it's two, two mm -hmm. parcels. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, either, either parcel is easily going to accommodate a fair number of vehicles. It could. Mm -hmm. And that, that would be I mean, I don't know if they could split the parcels. Maybe if they sell one, they can't develop the other. But, uh, you know, I mean, if you could just buy one of them, you know, you'd probably have enough to do it. And, now, are they two parcels like lying side by side on Palm Coast Parkway? No, they're then, cut. They're cut very a... strangely. Um, so uh, you see uh, one piece okay. here and one piece here. So that's the ditch there, that big yes. that line right there, right, Bill? Yes. Yeah. And this is the city property that Mr. Eh. Butler was referring to, eh. and this is yeah. the city property. Well, either one looks fine as a proposal if they start talking about eliminating. The trees or right and Carol and I will be involved as soon as discussions start about additional parking for the community center because anywhere around this area there are a lot of large trees um, and listed species studies would need to be done which I do so we'll be involved from from the get-go so as, as soon as any kind of landscape plans become available I'll, I'll bring them okay. okay thank you okay great thank, thank you. you Bill Okay. So and that was the last item I had. Well? I need to revisit something. Go ahead, Robin. On the sculpture, on the yes, skating, on the skater. Yes, ma'am. Do we know if, if any of the other sculptures are closer to being ready? I don't think he was doing all of them, correct? There was somebody else? I think he was doing quite a few of them. Right. Um, I will look back into the presentation, I believe. I don't know if the artists are called out on the presentation, Hi. but I'll ask Mr. Messersmith um, and see if any of the others of his sculptures are ready. I think we were waiting on those because of the plan 
for town center has not been completed yet, so we didn't want to put another sculpture somewhere that would need to be relocated in the future. So I think the skater was in a location that isn't changing, and they know that for sure, yeah. and that's why we were going forward with All that right. one at this time. Okay. Yes, Bill. If I could say something on that. Um, Come forward. I listened to your meeting last month, too, and I think, Jeffrey, you were questioning uh, why the delay, and that maybe if we move it someplace else, it, it would get done quicker. No, I, that wasn't exactly well, it, but well, it was, what uh, I was saying was that if it was March of 2019 that Burl with Bird was dedicated. Well, now we're approaching March of 2022, so this is three years have gone by and the skater is being completed. So if we put a three-year time interval on each of the remaining sculptures going that are scheduled to be placed on the lake area out here, we're talking another uh, 10, like over 10 years or nine years, nine to 12 years, something like that. So there is where we can then look for a sculpture to be placed someplace, another part of town. That's why I was again referring back to my initial, which you were there for when we talked about that at the Arts Commission. Uh, and the idea was just as it was here, sort of uh, shot, not shot down, but just uh, not, uh, no one wanted to go forward with it. So yes, what are your comments? Yeah. So on? I talked to Harry Messersmith and I said the delay for this, getting it in Central Park, it was, it was really money-based. I mean, the donations, that was the biggest thing. And he's, he agreed, yes, that is. He says, I, we need the funding for it. We need to have yes. donors and, and that, that slowed it up. And it, it wasn't that, you know, the location, it, it was right. It was the partnership. Well, well that's going to be a problem so. with anything, any of the sculptures. Yeah. Now, now, on another subject, the Tom uh, Gargiulio, uh, uh, I just feel so badly that uh, he passed, yeah. and he was such a uh, yep. great yep. art person in the city. And a uh, nice guy. Uh, you know, we would need to replace him on the, the uh, Arts Commission because he, he was one of the members. So, yes. Um, Maybe somebody else uh, I could suggest, maybe J.J. Graham. Uh, Who was a member. He, yeah, and uh, maybe he'd want, I mean, he was very close to Tom as well. And maybe if you approach J.J., you know, he would do it for Tom, you know, that, Yeah. you know, I don't know. But, uh, you know, he has his finger on the pulse of all the arts. Now, you know, on voting and things that he was, he'd have to recluse himself from, from anything on that. but. You know, I, I just, you know, I just wanted to remind you we need to find somebody and somebody uh, affiliated with the arts and right. things would be great. So, yes. Thank you. Yes, okay, great. Thanks, Bill. I, I agree with that. I think that's what we should do look for. I, I think J.J. Graham would be great. He was good on the Art Commission uh, before uh, all the, the pandemic and everything closed down. Another one was the John. Spordone is his name? I reached out to him to be on our commission and I did not get a response. Okay. Okay, well. Um, but I will reach out to Parks team and see if we have um, any kind of timeline for when the updated plan for Town Center will be, or Central Park will be done. So then we'll have a better idea where we can place the sculptures and perhaps we can get more um, started and, and I'm working on so you're correct so we don't have that three-year gap 
um, again. So I'll, I'll see if I can um, talk to Parks team and see if they have any inkling of a timeline of when the plan for Town Center will be done so we can start lining up sculptures. What, what is, what, what, uh, yeah. I don't understand, are we talking about the lake? Around the lake for City Hall, any kind of expansion for more pathways, the expansion of City Hall, they just need to update um, the plan for this area to make sure, like I, I mentioned to Ms. Mather, we're not putting sculptures in a place that might have a building in the future, and then the sculpture would need to be moved. Okay. So that's, that's what I mentioned when I, I talk about update the plan for Town Center. It's just oh. for the public spaces to make sure we're not placing <laughs> sculptures in, in I the, thought in the sculptures places. were going around the lake. So they I are, but so there I might be the why they would be moved, have to be moved. There could yeah. be more pathways being planned going off of the pathway around the lake and going out certain places. I haven't seen the plan, so I don't, I don't know for sure, but I know the plan is in the works, and that's why the skater sculpture was picked to go where it was now. Nothing's yeah, because we had a, a potential location for all yep. of them planned out. Yes. The sail, right. sail yes. two was going to be floating in the lake, and then the others were going to be... And we, we still have that plan, and if that works with the updated plan for Town Center, then that's great. Mm. Um, but we just need to have that updated plan before we move forward with any more sculptures. And when will that be? I'm going to get, I'm going to check with Parks team to see when they're going to have that. Great. Okay. Any other uh, questions or comments? Dylan? Come up. I think he's used up his three minutes. <laughs> he says three. Um, one thing that I have been meaning to say for a while, uh, again, not super applicable, but there was a, as part of the VW Dieselgate scandal emissions, um, I talked about electric school buses before, but there was a EV charging infrastructure plan where they were um, awarding segments of Florida um, $500,000 to install fast chargers. Um, the application for that was like two years ago. I don't know if any of the plans have actually gone through yet, um, but I recently was made aware actually from a news article that was written about my club. Um, I was very surprised that they were they found that and I didn't. But um, the hotel by town center um, had been chosen for a fast charger in phase one of the plan. And then in phase two of the plan, it was dropped. I have no idea why. Um, there's been no information in the past like year that has been put out. Um, I know that some of the segments didn't apply. So there are a few. They were intending to fund like 32 chargers, and only 30 of them have applied. Um, I don't know any information about it, but I know that there's, there was money and theoretically they're being installed somewhere and that it was at one point involved with Pomco's, but then it was dropped for some reason. And I, I don't know, I felt like making that aware. Yeah, um, I'm not aware of anything. I believe that's the Hilton Garden Inn. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, I might reach out to it. It's through the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. I've been hoping that I'd hear something on their website, but that's been a while. So I might reach out to them and see if there's any any information about that or any opportunity or any reason why it was dropped in Palm Coast because I've seen in some other uh, statewide assessments that have been made there's been everyone has recommended a fast a public fast charger be installed in Palm Coast in 2021 or 2022 and it sounds like there's been plans to do that but they keep being dropped for some reason so hmm. I figured I'd mention that okay well <laughs> good then if Dylan you would keep up on that yes and please keep us informed on mm -hmm what is going forward with that. Mm -hmm. and we can, uh, and also if we hear anything ourselves, we also should bring it up because I think it's 
a big item and we we need to go forward with mm -hmm. it sounds good as soon as possible also i will talk to you more after the meeting but um our club will be having another ev meetup showcase on the 12th of march um at city hall i have a poster i'll give you and we can talk about it more i, I don't know if that's something to talk about right now anyway um, oh you can okay. talk about it after the meeting that's fine but yeah so i figured i'd mention that um, the vehicle display that yeah i think we call it a showcase display works showcase. We'll, we'll have a big one in um in summer we've talked talked with parks and rec because you have to apply for a special event permit for that um and we're working on that and some other things but this one will be a, a smaller scale one um, sort of like the the one that you had like the one we had but we'll probably have some informational booths and um some other things we're not allowed to sell anything but i think we're able to um, we have a partnership with Texas. Right now, now, will so. Councilman Klufus uh, be there again? He will with be his, there, yes. Uh, for uh, the rides. Uh, I confirmed with free him. Free rides on the roller coaster? Yes, we would have changed the date if he wasn't. So um, I hope to get some new vehicles as well um, there. So we'll be posting to some other EV owners groups from around Florida. So we might get some people from outside Palm Coast too. So I'll give you that flyer um, in a few minutes. Great. Thank you, Dylan. Thank yeah. you very much. Keep up the good work. I have one question that's not on the agenda. Sure. Ha have have they found the missing turtle that was stolen? Not that I'm aware of. Somebody I, I am not that aware that Quilty has been returned. So the turtles are under <laughs> siege, so to speak, here in the Apparently. community. Now, they, the, they're not, was that turtle? I think like, they bolted down. Bolted down? They, I believe Somebody so. They're, for hours? they're sturdy, so someone yeah. took some effort to take quotes. They're not, they're not like light. It takes, would take several took people. Some effort. I remember yeah. uh, Ms. Krauss, Nancy Krauss, discussing the process and it all comes in. They, they aren't light. So bizarre. Hmm. Well, I hope that uh, Quilty uh, yep. uh, ends up getting found and play, replaced there. Not uh, a another member of the Turtle Trail. I did have one thing that is not on the agenda, and I almost forgot. Um, May first, is it, Irene? Okay. Um, May first, everyone's terms um, will be up. So if you would like to reapply, um, Irene can provide you with the application, and it would need to go to the city clerk. Um, but everyone's terms are up on May first. Okay. Mr. Seib, or Chairman Seib, we do have your application. Yeah, that's so what I was asking because I turned in an application. You did. We reviewed the expiration date based on the most recent appointments, and originally we thought they were March, but they are May 1st. May 1st. So, and it's for all members. So if anybody wants an application, I have it. They are also available online at the right. city's website. Not, but I don't need to resubmit one. No. Okay, thank you for that. Okay. So that was actually the last thing I had. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else uh, to, to talk about here? Uh, any other items? Uh, Glenn, uh, I give, can you give us just a quick, brief sure. update on the Nothing's happened in the last issue. three weeks in my terrible looking canal. So what does it look like now? Thick mud with tracks from a large vehicle, bits of trees. That's all. That's the that's where it stood for three weeks. No work. 
Hero. Okay, well, that an, is an something. An acquaintance of mine told me today that he called the city, and the city replied that there's some kind of strange delay going on, but they were going to resume construction uh, this Wednesday and Thursday. But a day or two ago, they took away their large machine, and it's been very quiet, so nothing's happened. That's all. Well, let's hope that they uh, will come back out. This is an, an independent contractor that's doing this. Now, do the, does the city, when they negotiate a contract for something like this, include like a uh, completion date uh, uh, on the uh, uh, the contract with the uh, private firm? That's going I'm to be not. Doing? This is a very specific type of work, and I haven't seen a contract for this type of work, so I could not give you an accurate answer. The only person I would say is contact Mr. Morales. Um, who is the project manager, and I believe Mr. Partlow, you've, he came out to your house, you've spoken to him. did, and uh, when I, I sent him a letter, and he said that there was, a, I asked him if there was a performance bond mm -hmm. that was taken out for, for this project, and he said yes, but he was befuddled by the delay, and he was upset with the delay. Right. And once he started telling me that, I just ended my ideas about what should happen. Right. So, so if there's a performance bond, I'm sure they have some method of of getting. Uh, yeah, if there's if there's progress. delays outside of the contractor's control. control, you know that's that's one thing, materials or or things like that. But if it's the contractor causing the delays, I'm sure there's some kind of way that the, the city can recuperate something from them. I'm not sure though. I did send a letter to the mayor last week about mm -hmm. the lack of progress with photos and so forth, and I have not heard back from that. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, let's hope that it moves forward, and thank you for that, Glenn. Uh, this, uh, I think that's, uh, that's our meeting. Um, uh, wait a second. Uh, let's go to the... Other items we just dealt with, and now we have back on discussion of scrap issues. We did that. I guess we can uh, call it a day. Uh, do, if we have no other items on the agenda, may I uh, hear a motion for adjournment? Robin has made a motion again. Second. Seconded by Glenn. Ms. Schaffer, Irene, would you? Okay, Mr. Partlow. Yay. Ms. Mackler. Yes. Mr. Side. Yes. Motion carries. We are adjourned. Thanks, everybody. Very good.